재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Recently, China has vehemently opposed the possible deployment of THAAD here on the Korean Peninsula. But it has a bit of a controversy of its own after satellite images showed it may be installing long-range radar facilities in the disputed South China Sea. China is also known to operate a powerful radar in the Northeast, which can reportedly monitor the skies over the entire peninsula. And to help us learn more about these recent military developments, we're very pleased to have joining us from IHS Jane's Information Group, Senior Analyst Ridzwan Ramat. Hello. Hello. Hi. It's good to be here. Well, thank you so much for joining us, sir. Uh, first, thank you. this... Uh, speculation that China is setting up long-range radars in the disputed Spratly Islands area. Uh, exactly from an expert's point of view, how does this affect the military balance of power in the South China Sea? Well, to be frank, I'm not surprised that the Chinese have uh, installed the radar, actually. Uh, you know, China, China has asserted its claims uh, in the South China Sea Islands for decades now. But Back then, it did not have the capability to monitor what's going on around these islands. So with all these freedom of navigation operations that are currently being conducted by uh, the United States Navy, I think it's just a matter of time before they come up with a radar like that because this particular radar especially, uh, although it has no, no offensive capability in the South China Sea yet, Okay, this particular radar can uh, assert a certain form of control in the sense that it can now monitor uh, the type of aircraft and vessels that are going past this particular South China Sea island. And this will give it a better grip on uh, when the U.S. conducts uh, operations such as the Freedom of Navigation operation that has been conducting over the past few months. As I mentioned uh, briefly, uh, China also reportedly operates a long-range early warning radar in the northeastern province of mm-hmm. Heilongjiang. Uh, this can reportedly monitor the entire Korean peninsula. Now, if you are a China skeptic, you will say, mm-hmm. hey, Beijing, you being um, opposed to THAAD when you have these uh, other capabilities of your own set up is a bit of a double standard to take. However, um, as you point out, if these things are purely not offensive in nature, uh, is it a case of apples versus oranges? Well, China says that it is worried about the uh, the missiles uh, radar capabilities. You know, it does not want uh, South Korea, it does not want the United States to monitor what's going on in the Chinese mainland. But that's what it says. What I think it's China is really worried about with regards to the terminal high attitude uh, defense systems is that it's actually worried more about the, what it represents rather than what it is. With the U.S. deploying the t- terminal high attitude missiles, it, it, what does it represent? It represents a strengthening in the military relationship between South Korea and the United States. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what China is really worried about. So it's really more the symbolism of uh, having yeah. this there rather than the actual, I suppose, military uh, balance that we're talking about. As exactly. We, uh, you exactly. mentioned yeah. um, previously China just simply did not have these capabilities, and now they do, and therefore it's not a surprise for you. But do you believe that the continued advancements China has made in these ultra-long-range low-frequency uh, radars, uh, from the uh, American point of view, does it pose a threat to U.S. interests? Well, China has said, uh, you know, at the last uh, air show in 2014, they, they revealed this particular radar known as the JY-26 Skywatch. 
this radar was on display, and China claims that this particular radar can detect uh, stealth aircraft such as the American B-2, the F-22, and the F-35. So, um, regardless of what it says, you know, it's, it's still unverified. We, the, the truth of the matter is that we still do not know a great deal about, about Chinese technical capabilities. But uh, in terms of advancement, military technology is always uh, a work in progress as the Chinese continue to develop radar systems that can, that can bypass American stealth technology. I think, I think American innovation will come up mm. with better answers to that. So, so I think it's a work in progress. Is we don't have to, you know, uh, we we can continue monitoring it, but uh, military technology, the by nature of it, it just continues to advance. Yeah, a, a bit of a cat and mouse game than uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're seeing between China and the United States. Uh, are there any other new besides uh, radar? Any other new weapons platforms that uh, we know that are being developed within that region? Uh, one of the interesting that has uh, things that has come out in recent times is actually the maturing of the DF-21 uh, ballistic missile, what China calls the carrier killer uh, anti-ship ballistic missiles. So uh, this particular aircraft, or oh, sorry, this particular missile is able of uh, is capable of uh, of hitting uh, American interests uh, within the particular sea of uh, area of sea that is trying to deny. So as we can see, 20 years ago, uh, in 1996, when there were some difficulties between China and Taiwan, uh, the Americans sent not one but two aircraft carrier groups uh, towards Taiwan, and China backed down. I'm not sure the Americans can do this again, you know, with the operationalization of mm. this particular missile and, and the, the way that this missile is capable of, of hitting targets up to a thousand nautical miles from land. So I think this particular, uh, these advances in technology like this shifts uh, the equation a little bit uh, with regards to uh, maritime uh, disputes in this region. Now... We have China ramping up their capabilities, the United States uh, trying to also demonstrate uh, their intentions and their, of course, uh, uh, military prowess within this region, namely, as you say, the symbolic uh, agreement with THAAD being possibly deployed here in Korea. How, how much more tense or tenuous do you feel this situation is here with this delicate balance of power uh, between China and the United States right now? I think there's still a capability gap between the two countries, and uh, I think it's safe to say that the, the United States is still uh, way ahead uh, in terms of its uh, military technology gap with China. Uh, the United States still has got a lot of uh, military technology that it has yet to deploy, mm. and uh, currently under development, certainly looks very promising, such as the electromagnetic railgun, uh, solid-state lasers, and hypervelocity projectiles. These are, these are developments that are still undergoing research. It will be operationalized soon, perhaps uh, in about 10 to 15 years. So when, do, when these technologies do come online, I think uh, the United States, it will, it will show to the world that the United States mm. still maintains that particular capability gap uh, above China. So uh, that particular, that, in that particular aspect, I think there's still a lot more uh, to come uh, in terms of new military technology. And bottom line for South Korea, this is a very difficult position for them to be in, right? Uh, they, they have very strong economic ties with China, rely on them very much for their economic growth, but at the same time, they have this very strong security alliance uh, with the United mm-hmm. States. And uh, all of these decisions, including THAAD deployment, are, are something that uh, is a bit of a headache for South Korean policymakers. 
Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, you know, uh, South Korea in the end, uh, I think you have to change, uh, you have to choose between uh, the economic partnership with China, which is one of your biggest markets, and in terms of balancing security needs with uh, North Korea's uh, increasingly, uh, how do I put it? <laughs> hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, unpredictable, right. perhaps, behavior. Yeah, that's the, that's the best word that I can find at the moment. <laughs> It certainly will be interesting to see uh, the decisions made by all the players in this region, uh, including South Korea, as uh, China and the United States continue to jockey for position. We will have to leave it there, sir, but thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate your insights. Thank you very much. That was Senior Analyst for IHS Chains Information Group, Rizwan Ramat. Seoul City News is up next.